Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle Program, and I am your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is The Nature of Aesthetics. These books are available free for viewing at the philosophicalangle.com. If you'd like to contact us to make comment or inquire or make suggestions, or uh, why don't you feel free to give us an email at the contact at the philosophicalangle.com. Along with me is my colleague and host, and uh, uh, Rick Samuelson. And Rick graduated from Yale and has an MBA from Wharton, is an independent venture capitalist out on the West Coast. Good to see you, Rick. And you. The purpose of the philosophical angle is to examine the nature of concepts being used in current media and secondarily use those definitions to understand the righteousness and ethical superiority of conservative positions. And this week we're going to discuss a little about the, uh, the tendency of the left to be uh, a little bit uh, sexually brutal. And uh, another episode uh, has uh, come come up and uh, there's been a lot of talk lately in the media about the sexual harassment by men against women and there's even been a new uh, term I've heard recently called toxic masculinity but the most recent sexual harassment case uh, against a high profile male uh, was against the, was by the New York AG um, and I, I guess the Attorney General of the state of New York was the was the latest male to fall from grace as he was the subject of accusations of sexual harassment and brutality. As a result, he's uh, resigned, and uh, uh, and the the immediate resignation probably indicates there was a there was a little bit of credence in the accusa- in the accusations. Okay, but the question comes about that the uh, preponderance of these accusations have been toward people leaning toward the progressive left of the Democratic Party. And uh, I'd like to explore why is that. It seems that statistically there is a a proclivity by the left to sexually abuse or sexually harass women. Can you believe it? These are the people of compassion. Well, these people have all been in power and prominence and... They have a lot to lose if accusations of this type get out, yet it happens. Um, and it, it happens a lot, and, and especially recently. And why is it? Why is this? Why does the left seem to have a tendency uh, to do this? And, well, luckily, folks, uh, we have the philosophical angle to explain why. Okay, let's start. Let's think, let's think this thing through and try to analyze the whole situation. I, I think the best place to start is to define the difference between a conservative and a liberal. Uh, let's get the, uh, the basic difference between the conservative and the, the conservative Republican and the liberal Democrat. Let's get it right up front. And so what is that difference? The most basic point, the starting point, is that a Republican assumes the nature of other people within or or without the Republican Party is inherently good. That is, a a conservative, a conservative Republican believes that the nature of others is basically good. On the other hand, 
the essence of a Democrat or the essence of a progressive Democrat is that he believes that the nature of others is not good. That, that is, he believes that the nature of others is inherently bad. The liberal believes that those who are not liberal Democrats have a have a nature that is inherently bad and, and they believe that even those that are not liberal Democrats are even evil. Uh, in either case, it's an assumption that is made by the individual which produces the basic outlook on how he views other people. So since the liberal Democrat thinks others are inherently bad, he looks to he looks to force he looks to force to enable to control those people that are bad the obvious solution is the use of government as the government always has coercive powers so the liberal methodology is to create laws and regulations that keep the bad people from doing bad things and the uh, use of coercive powers of the government uh, to enforce these laws and regulations is, is what he strives for. And uh, it, it's logical. And of course, the, the left has a, a choice when dealing with other people, naturally. Um, uh, they can choose a, a side of uh, a laws and regulations and directives and so on and so forth. Uh, and they couple it with compulsion or they can choose cooperation with other individuals when they see fit however with their dim view of human nature they develop a tendency to look toward the adversarial side when they're dealing with others especially when they're dealing with others outside of their ideology and when the liberal is applying the means of coercion with its directives without applying cooperation, the liberal is applying the, the ethic of the ends justifies the means. However, the ends justifies the means type of philosophy is not really something of ethics. It is an immoral and unethical means of dealing with other people. And uh, the reason why is that um, is that ethics is the appropriate dispensation of respect. And the reason why we respect others appropriately is that the, the other with whom you're, we're going to deal with is, is when we consider the others to be important to us. And we consider them important because they have produced good things. And so now you've got to sit back and you've got to ask yourself, well, what has all this got to do with the New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman? Well, Eric Schneiderman being the Attorney General is a, a person of the left. And the leftist loves the position of Attorney General. They love it because it can make anybody do anything with its raw power. They they can threaten a lawsuit whereby one side the, the plaintiff with which has this in this case the state of New York which has unlimited resources against any defendant and you can just make any, any defendant do anything you want 
he will employ the, the ends, uh, justifies the means philosophy with those with whom he doesn't have to cooperate. Well, one would think that Eric Schneiderman would want to be cooperative and give the temporary, his temporary paramours in his life, he'd want to give them due respect in order to accomplish the goals that they had in mind. You would, th- and you, and you would think that, wouldn't you? But the philosophy of the ends justifies the means doesn't seem to be congruent with the situation that requires cooperation. But there, but there you have it. The woman or the partner of the attorney general claims harassment and brutality. Well, well, how how could this? Why would this develop? Well, what's going on is that by and large the leftists whoever he may be, such as Eric Schneiderman or Weinstein, whoever, uh, the leftist is using coercion along with the ends justifies the means philosophy when dealing with others predominantly. And this gets to be a habit. If we add in the human frailty of force of habit, that occasionally when he wants to when when an AG wants to use cooperation and, and due respect, he is instead using the, the coercion of the ends justifies the means, and this is the essence of nasty, of being nasty, of nastiness. It's just being nasty by converting the situation, which deserves respect, to one which is coercion plus the ends justifies the means. When one deserves respect but receives the coercion within the ends justifies the means philosophy, that person is experiencing nastiness. So there's a, a proclivity where the leftist can, got, can get caught up by his force of habit in dealing, in dealing with people, using his ends justifies the means operational metho- uh, methodology when it should be one of ethics and giving due respect. As, it, as we just pointed out, the leftist, in this case the Attorney General, was just being nasty by confusing the two situations. So what is interesting here is that we, is that we proposed a little theory about how the left operates. And the essence of a good theory is that it can be used to predict the future. Well, we can use this understanding to predict that more of this will happen in the future to those that are of the progressive left. Look for it to happen again. They're just nasty people and it'll come out. So nastiness is when you cooperate with somebody, giving them their due respect, and suddenly you you convert from giving out respect to the non-ethic of the ends justifies the means behavior. And when you do this, you are, you are nasty. And that is the essence of all nastiness. Behaving towards someone when giving them their due respect and then suddenly changing that to getting them to do something by any means. That is, any, and any means means by coercion. Rick, what do you think of uh, the the situation of of all this sexual harassment and as being shown in the media. 
like it's there's so many angles to view this from. Uh, I would start with a few observations. One, uh, the founders talked a lot about virtue and the importance of a a virtuous republic uh, and the role God plays within um, defining that virtue and how one lives virtuously. And of course, they hearken back to, to you know Roman customs and so forth as well. Um, they were familiar with Seneca and uh, the important Greek and Roman philosophers. Contrast that with um, the, the latter-day progressive culture, which is, is unmoored, essentially, from all of that tradition and is grounded rather in the first instance in the pursuit of sexual freedom. We see that uh, in the hard pro-abortion stance they take when this is clearly, you know, a form of murder. Uh, there's no getting around it, and the, the medical uh, data behind that assertion is is, is pretty sound. Uh, but nevertheless, they stick to that position and won't budge. Um, secondly, it is grounded in this notion of, of uh, quotas for everything. So, as it affects relations between males and females, um, any discrepancy in outcome, whether it's in the behavior of men toward women, women toward men, incidents of uh, women in executive positions, um, incidents of women winning different kinds of sports, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it cuts across the whole array of human activity uh, and of course, there's the whole racial element to it as well, such that uh, the left, the progressive left, is absolutely hell bent on ultimately ensuring, to the greatest degree possible, that every uh, gender group, and I use that in the broadest sense, every racial group, uh, every handicapped group, and so on and so forth, is equally, absolutely equally represented in all elements of the human condition. And whatever it takes, whatever jawboning, whatever legal means, uh, whatever taxation requirements, whatever force the state needs to bring to bear to ensure those outcomes, the left pretty much favors and if that flies in the face of constitutional guarantees, such as freedom of speech, so be it. Um, so with, with a position that hard, and given the temptations of an office like the Attorney General, I mean, the, the, the Schneiderman's not the first uh, New York Attorney General to, you know, hoist himself on his own petard. Uh, there was, uh, you know, a previous example who actually became governor, uh, but that's a whole other story, right? So this is a common pattern uh, where if one is not devoted to this notion of a virtuous republic and virtuous behavior uh, 
under the aegis of God as a good in and of itself, well, uh, it should be unsurprising that uh, those lacking in a code of conduct, uh, conduct not that all conservatives have a, a code of conduct, but the liberals don't even think it's worth having a God-centered concept of virtue that would define one's code of conduct, because to them, it's it's some it's some form of white male domination. You know, these are concepts that were originally conceived of by a bunch of white men, and therefore they should be cast aside um, prima facie without further review because of the source. Because it's non-egalitarian. Yeah. Okay. And it didn't arise from uh, minorities or women or whatever, handicapped people. So it has to be replaced. Right. And so there, there's no... There, there's no the, the the parameters for behavior uh, have been displaced, and you know rather than trying to you know reinforce you know patterns of behavior that have worked for millennia, frankly, uh, the left wants to replace it with a police state that essentially uh, governs all your behavior. Right, because. You are bad. Okay, Rick, uh, thank you for uh, uh, for this explanation, and we'll see everybody next week on the Philosophical Angle program. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.